Hello, hello there. This is Stan Janowski, also known as Victor Crumb, and you are listening to Paging Mr. Potter. <laughs> Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. Ginny, you okay? Won't you tell us that you're okay? When you sun in the window. Ginny, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Ginny? That's good shit. <laughs> Um, that was so annoying. <laughs> yeah, that was mental. <laughs> Ugh, uh, that's gonna hurt to listen to this for all the podcasts. Yeah, just fucking tune in on uh, high, like Tuesday morning on the bus. <laughs> just fucking start the pod. <laughs> Mine was the alien ant farm version. Just good. To be I was clear. gonna ask you that because um, I, I have I don't know if I've ever said this on the pod, but I reckon. The song Movies by Alien Ant Farm is in my probably top five songs of all time. Wow, I don't even have heard of it. It's, pro- it's yeah, a little no known album track. Yeah. <laughs> I, I only know, obviously, because Andrew insists it's one of the greatest songs of all time. What do you think, Nathan? Do you agree with me? I mean, I have to admit, it's a great song. Maybe we'll chuck so that good. in as a bonus for the pod, uh, for the playlist this week. But it, it is funny that you clarified, Ridden, uh, that it's the Alien Ant Farm version of that song that's going in this week because Andrew does kind of curate that playlist mm. and there was just no fucking way Michael Jackson was going to make an appearance. Like, yeah, under no It's so weird. Drew hates Michael, hate Jackson. Michael Jackson. And not even... You don't even hate him because of the uh, boy stuff. You hate him because of nah, the music stuff. Can take or leave his boy stuff, but the music is really awful. I'm not into <laughs> that at all. That's his true crime. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I was going to say the Alien Ant Farm version is obviously my preferred version of the track, and I think it kind of is good. He they they turned a song which is shit when Michael sings it into something honestly pretty passable, pretty good. A little bit more um, energy in the Alien Ant Farm version, and then of course they backed it up with the incredible song Movies. So that's my. I'm tempted to throw Movies in the playlist just because it's so good, but I can't. Um, so just unless you want to give us a bit of time. movies Hufflepuff right now, then you could smuggle it into the pod. Oh, I don't really have the energy for well, that. Why just don't I just drop it, it in for the, for the benefit? I mean, it would be a crime to... It would be an even worse crime than the murder described in that uh, Alien Ant Farm song to deprive them of uh, <laughs> the brilliant song Movies by Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> so here you go. Here's just a little taste. And we, we're not actually playing it. Can't so. hear it, so I, Nathan's dropping that in in posts. Oh, very good. I oh, like the, wow. the, the line about the movies. It's, it's cinema. That's just, just as good as I remember. Wow, what a track. Um, who do you yeah, think... So who, who, who done it? Who done it? In, who, who did Annie or Ginny or whatever? Yeah, who did... Who, I think who it was the Basilisk it? from memory. Oh, yeah, we actually know it was the, um, it was the diary, wasn't it? Yeah. The, the diary, diary. Well, she was killed by a diary. Yeah, yeah brother. and Annie is actually Anne Frank who had a diary, so <laughs> so there's a twist for you. I'd like to remind everybody again that Nathan is our Jewish uh, podcaster. He's allowed to say that. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, he can say any hateful thing he wants. Make a light of any little, uh, you know, <laughs> Jewish girl's death. Um, if that is his spoiler fancy. Alert. He's fa- he's spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay, God forbid we spoil the diary of him. <laughs> I haven't read it yet. Yeah. I'm getting it. I'm getting to it after the um, the diary of a wimpy kid. I got to finish that one first. I'm going through all the great diaries. The great diaries. Bridget yes. Jones, Samuel Pepys, Bridget Samuel Jones, Peeps. yeah, and Bridget Frank, Jones. and of course that of a wimpy kid. <laughs> diary of a wimpy kid. Yeah, and Tom Riddles. Don't let's lest we forget Tom Riddles. <laughs> oh yeah, and of course. Tom oh, Riddles. and Adrian Mole. Oh. Got to remember Adrian Mole. Oh, so many good diaries. No one does anyone write a diary these days? It feels like a bit. I've of an actually antiquated started journaling. Are you serious? Yeah, for the for, since the, for the past like three months. Really? Every what day before at? I go to bed, I just kind of write about why. Because I find myself at the end of that day, the day, I go, "What the fuck have I even done?" And then I started writing stuff down. And then at the end of the week, I go, "Oh, I actually, I actually did something." I mean, okay. if you want to share some of it with us, I'd be fascinated. I think it's yeah. <laughs> The Potiphar's have written in in the past just saying, my God, that written Lee, what, what kind of brain does he have? Um, yeah. He's got it. He's got it right in front of him. He, okay. Are you going to read us a go. bit? It's all pretty personal. Not really comfortable reading ah. most of it out, to be honest. Mm. Anything funny? Do you want to do, a, do it anyway, though? One of them, a lesson, cooking bread in the pan because our toaster's broken. It's actually pretty delicious. Might not yeah, use a toaster again. <laughs> Wow. I mean, you should publish this. This is the kind of information that everyone could take something away from. It's an important Uh, historical document, in my opinion. (laughs) Well, it's also been described by um, some people that read it as an insight into a madman. Yeah, well, there was already... This is the Diary of a Madman Part (laughs) 2. Maybe once a week I'll read you one line from my diary. That's all I'm personally comfortable reading. Okay, but I don't want you to sort of change what you're writing in the diary because you know that mm. we're going to be listening. So oh, I don't want to kind I think of. There's no threat of us way. ever remembering anything that we ever do on this podcast after we stop recording. Good point. <laughs> we're never going to mention that diary ever again, are we? No, 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 no. Not no, a problem. No. How the fuck did we get from Alien Ant Farm to a, the to your diary? Uh, quite what? simple, actually, um, because uh, Annie. Uh, described in the lyrics of Michael Jackson's oh, uh, yeah. Smooth Criminal is actually Anne Frank, writer of the most famous uh, diary probably in history. Um, oh, of so course. that's why, Andrew, that's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. Is that, Silly me. Is that satisfactory sense. to everyone? Well, I hope so. Uh, should we press on or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got anything else to say, reading about. No. Smooth criminal or No, I mean a lot of I think enough has been said about Michael Jackson in general. Very cool. <laughs> very, very cool. Very way to open cool. The pod. <clears throat> hey, but you know what? Alien Ant Farm, as far as I know, no sort of child sex offenses. No, not as far as we know. History's gonna prove Andrew right on this one. Because Michael Which Jackson's bit? pretty much been um, stricken from the record now, but Alien Ant Farm, still a much beloved uh, band from mm. our childhood. So maybe they were better all along. I mean, I've always said this, so yeah, <laughs> I think I, I think you're right. I'm being, I feel vindicated right who, now. Who would on have the thought pod. that Alien Ant Farm would outlast Michael Jackson in terms of <laughs> their of reach and appeal? But there you go. This is the world yeah. we live in. Well, welcome to Paging Mr. Potter. Uh, mm. the, it's a controversial podcast, my God. Mm. What other pod would you hear that fucking 
offensive drivel that we just started with, and, and much less any other Harry Potter podcast. But the good thing go. about our offensive drivel, though, Nathan, is it mm. actually not only is it highly offensive and sometimes hurtful, but um, actually is to no end. You know, it doesn't yeah. make any point. Or serves no, no purpose. Serves no purpose. It's just mm. mean spirited for no reason. <laughs> yeah, that is good. That is a good feature of our podcast. <laughs> um, it's all in service of nothing. That's good. All of that sort of, uh, you know, making light of the death of a young girl, mm-hmm. as well as uh, the crimes of a sort of real uh, a predator. Well, I mean, my yeah, predator. He was absolutely crackers, uh, Michael Jackson, wasn't he? Just a real mad as a box of frogs. So. Um, we made light of all of that. I mean, also, you know, and, and whatever you think of his mental state and all of his awful crimes, he's still, you'd have to say a bit of a tragic figure. We're all laughing on his, on his, you know, stomping on his grave this morning. So that's good. And um, as he said, all in service of approximately fuck all. So <laughs> welcome to the pod. It's great to have you uh, with us once again. It's week, what are we up to? 140 or something? Mm-hmm. 140, is it? 140. Yes. That was a guess. Okay. Hey, good. we're getting awfully close to the 150th episode milestone. Do we oh, have? I can't any wait big to do nothing on that I episode. Thought, yeah, I thought. I thought the vague plan was to try and uh, put together something a little bit special, but um, well, th- well, today, for instance, Andrew, you completely forgot that we had a podcast, and mm, you were actually yeah. quite shocked when Rudin said you want to record a- at the usual time today. Um, yeah, that honestly hit me like a ton of bricks. That message this afternoon <laughs> saying we're good to start at five. I was like, oh, start what? Fuck. He said, yeah, I was going to have a shower. And <laughs> anyway, well, instead, I'm sitting here. I've got a headache. I've got absolutely nothing planned. Uh, I'm just going to be kind of reacting to you guys this week. You know, usually I obviously do a lot of planning, a lot of research. Mm. I've got my notes in front of me, and I'm kind of you're behind the wheel. To go. Yeah, this week I'm just I'm just here. I'm just going to be reacting. I'm going to be like, do, do, do. you know, you're sending things my way. I'm going to be bouncing them back at you. But I, I've got nothing original planned. Well, can we sneak in a little uh, quickie episode, episode, whatever segment of uh, Drew's news and Drew's booze and Drew's rooms? Well, it seems I like mean, an appropriate yeah, exactly. Time. You say you bring nothing to the table, but well, these are three much beloved segments, um, and I have to say they require very little work on your part. So really, no excuses. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, yeah, as I say, I haven't planned for um, don't have to any of the aforementioned segments, but for Drew's booze, I'm drinking a beer. Um, I've got a headache, pretty bad one. So well, that beer see, will help with that. Let's see how that helps. Yeah, um, <laughs> who are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking a Young Henry's Newtowner, um, oh, which is uh, a very just whatever beer, very <laughs> fine, normal, exactly, yeah, very normal, normal beer. Um, it's a strong six to seven out of ten in my books. Um, Drew's room, it's uh, pretty pretty comfortable. Not the hottest day ever. So, <laughs> wow, we really bookend this pod with some of the worst <laughs> segments ever recorded. Just, it's thinking. so the podcasters think, ah, oh, it can't get any worse than this. I'll keep listening because it could only get better from here. Well, because don't forget the meat in this sandwich is the fucking worst book of all time. We read one page mm. of an absolutely dog shit book. So, um. Yeah, so that's it. I think that's Drew's booze and Drew's room. There you go. Log those in the diary, Reardon. I'm so much more interested in Reardon's diary than (laughs) fucking Harry Potter. What a shame that we even have to fucking bother with page 140 this week. But we will, like we do every other week. Um, I did have one little bit of news for you guys. Um, It's obviously about the Wowser entertainment saga that just is never ending at this point. And and a lot Mm. of that's because I... Just won't um, give up. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one asked it could for have ended, it. Uh, could have ended many moons ago. <laughs> could have ignored that email. I mean, yeah, uh, arguably no reason at all for this, but whatever. Um, I'm not going to rehash the whole sordid tale because uh, we've done that time and time again. Go back and listen to last week's pod for context. Um, but when we <laughs> so fucking shit. <laughs> Would you want me to? I mean, we can. We need it. No, 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 no. I like it. I like it. I just have never heard anyone <laughs> do that before for a reset. Just go. You, know, uh, you just like get bored of talking mid sentence. I just got that. But anyway, no. This is actually quite interesting. It's really awesome when that happens when you're recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just can't wait for this fucking sentence to end. Anyway. Last week, when we when we broke, we had just gotten in touch with the uh, the founder and CEO of Wowzer Entertainment, um, who wrote mm. us quite a heartfelt and earnest message, uh, once again reiterating that the reason that this uh, quiz isn't going ahead and the reason that we've lost uh, several hundred dollars um, mm. is basically because the real-life Weasley twins, James and Oliver Phelps, were paid big deposits for this event, uh, which they didn't refund. That's Allegedly. his claim, anyway. That's, that's not us no, that's saying. His that's his claim. That's his. That's his claim. Yeah. Well, um, I have been in touch with the Weasley brothers management. Hatch talent. Oh my god. <laughs> well, and I think because just just to clarify, I think in the original email that um, Wowser sent out when they kind of dropped the bombshell that they were uh, not refunding any of our money. They did say, reach out to Hatch Entertainment. They've got all your money. Like, they've already name-dropped them a couple times. Oh, yeah, we're playing by the rules here. We're not doing anything untoward. Um, I mean, you can say what you will about how, you know, earnest these uh, attempts are uh, to get to the bottom of this, but whatever. I I was very careful to give the impression that I was... Honest in my dealings with them. Oh well, that's important. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's the kind of thing that every, you can always say that in court. You're on. I was trying really hard to give the impression <laughs> that I was taking this seriously and that I wasn't, you know, taking the piss. Um, so we'll go on. What what findings have we got? Okay. Well, um, I'll I'll read to you my email to Hatch Talent. Um, let's just dive straight in, dear sir, stroke madam. I, I sent this to everyone in their organisation, by the way. <laughs> And I'm, I'm actually not going to tell you the name that I sent this email address from because a certain podophile likes to take the um, pseudonyms that we come up with on the show and kind of adopt them as his own identity and then we can't control what the fuck he does with it. So I won't tell you who exactly <laughs> sent this email. But That's if you know, you know. Dear Sir Madam, re evening of magic wizards and quizards. I'm writing to you in my capacity as chair of the Weasley Reparations Action Group. (laughs) We are a grassroots organisation representing the interests of Australian ticket holders for the cancelled Evening of Magic Wizards and Quizzes event. I understand you represent the actors James and Oliver Phelps. We are determined to understand why the ticket holders have been left penniless, twiddling our thumbs and whistling (laughs) do-do-do-do-do. While your clients have purportedly received large sums of money for an event that simply did not eventuate. According to a press release by the organisers Wowzer Entertainment, the Weasley twins were paid deposits that they did not return, thereby denying the ticket holders any hope of a refund. As such, could you please confirm for the record, one, 
Did the Felt Twins or your organization receive deposit money from Wowzer Entertainment? And if so, in what sum? Two, will the Phelps Twins or your organization commit to refunding ticket holders or any other form of compensatory action? And three, was there a commercial arrangement in place between your organization and the Phelps Twins and Channel 9 slash A Current Affair for that god-awful report that aired in October 2021? I await your urgent response, Chair Weasley Reparations Action Group. I do. I, I'm not sure that they have to disclose the sums <laughs> that they've been paid. I like you that you ask. included that. Tell us how, exactly how much money you were paid. <laughs> and, well, congrats, Nathan, on the chairmanship, by the way. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it was a hard fought <clears throat> position to, you know, attain. Um, but you know what? What? What do people think when I send them these emails? Like, what? What would you make of that? It's your actual job. You log in on a Monday morning. And it's so like stupid yet formal. I just don't know what must have been going in their it's, head through their heads. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh, sort of disarming, I reckon that that email because as you say, it's a real witch's brew of kind of um, tones. You know, it's just like what was there something about whistling Dixie? But then also, yeah. it's a fairly uh, you know um, litigious email yeah, it's as well. Pointed. So, so anyway, shockingly, it did get a response. So oh my, a lot God. of credit to Hatch Talent. <laughs> Um, Let me read it to you and and then just get your thoughts uh, on where we're up to. (coughs) Mm -hmm. So this comes from uh, Michael. Good to name him. Thank you for your email. I'm sure he's really grateful for that one. (laughs) Fuck it, we care. Thank you so much. Last Sunday, we were made aware that Wowzer Entertainment had filed for bankruptcy and cancelled their tours. We are saddened that the events cannot take place and deeply sympathetic to any losses caused to ticket holders by Wowzer's bankruptcy. We have since seen a copy of the email from Wowzer to ticket holders, which makes a number of very serious allegations against Hatch Talent. And it definitely does. I haven't and seen a that myself. <laughs> and a number of makes grave allegations. spelling errors. <laughs> very serious crimes against grammar. Um, and suggest that those seeking refunds should contact us, as you said, Drew. We hmm. strongly refute the claims made by Wowzer. They're simply not true. We understand that tickets were purchased through Wowzer and therefore those seeking refunds need to do so from Wowzer or its management. Kind regards, Michael. Okay. So, any thoughts? Mm. Well, my first thought was a bit rude they didn't address you as Mr. Chairman. Mm. <laughs> yeah. He didn't work his whole life to become the chairman of the Weasley Reparations Action Group or whatever to be called Mr. Um, but, but also... I mean, it was, it was quite vague, right? I mean, it was. He, he sort of said, we dis- yeah, we um, deny vaguely everything in that email, which mm. to be fair, there was a lot of allegations in that email. <laughs> I'm sure there were some of those things that you could definitely um, deny on, on safe legal ground, but he certainly didn't come to your three points that you specifically asked him, did he? Well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you made that observation <laughs> uh, because I have sent one more response. Um, You're nothing if not diligent. Let's just see. Let's see how this one goes. I'll let you know if we do receive something on next week's pod. But I responded, thank you very much for your response, Michael. (laughs) While I note the contents of your email, I'd like to offer Hatch another opportunity to respond to the questions as posed. (laughs) Love it. Although it is clear Hatch disputes the claims made by Wowza, some may nonetheless draw adverse conclusions if these issues aren't (laughs) clarified. So I was hoping you may be able to clear the air. 
We will seek to pursue compensation through Wowza directly, as you have suggested. Good fucking luck with that. <laughs> yeah, as noted in your email, they have declared bankruptcy. Yeah. We will beat to death the dead horse that is fucking Wowza Entertainment. Um, <clears throat> we are simply seeking to understand the circumstances which led to the unfortunate situation in which we now find ourselves. For your reference, the outstanding questions are one... <laughs> Did the Phelps Twins or your organization receive deposit money from Wowzer Entertainment? And if so, in what sum? And two, <laughs> was there a commercial arrangement in place between your organization and a current affair regarding their broadcast? <laughs> and I've given Love them until Friday uh, the 19th oh, of what? November to reply. <laughs> oh, yeah, or what? What did you threaten them with if they haven't replied? Well, as I said, I mean, I think I think the potophiles will not look favorably upon them, and and that is a fate worse than death. Uh, or to be looked unfavorably upon by the fucking miscreant morons that listen to this podcast. Well, that is a fate worse but than you, death. But you have to wonder why they wouldn't just say no if obviously yeah. they did re- um, receive deposit money. Like, yeah, we're pretty certain of that. And they, and as you said, they're have no obligation to disclose their business transactions to us. But why wouldn't yeah. you just say, no, we had nothing to do with that Channel 9 stupid broadcast? Yeah, I know. That if bit surely you can deny. literally paid for. So it's The only conclusion I can draw is that they think that replying to your um, email sensibly is not worth the time of day. <laughs> and <laughs> that's should be a, a hell of a conclusion. Yeah, that's conclusion that's to just draw. crazy. That is crazy. I mean, that's... <laughs> Amazing Do I need to work? introduce myself again as the Weasley chairman <laughs> of whatever the fuck? <laughs> you mean Good my Lord. bogus committee that I started with zero <laughs> members and only a chair? <laughs> doesn't have the gravitas? <laughs> and, and, and in fairness, he did even um, bother to reply once. So, <laughs> Well, Nathan, you know, I'm sort of with you. I think, you know, we have like an army behind us of... Nerds and incels and potophiles who, who are Freaks. just waiting there, ready, ready to wreak havoc. We just need to say the word. So, I'm not. I would never, of course, threaten anybody in any sense ever. But I'm just saying that they are sitting there, and if we ever needed to, we could simply say the word and unleash hell upon <laughs> whoever or whatever management group. I kind of imagine like Nathan, you know, standing on the battlefield, <laughs> sort of like um, in Lord of the Rings, all the orcs are behind him and they're kind of just ready to go. And that's our potophile army. It's just these sort of forged in the, in the, <laughs> in the darkest uh, corners of Sauron or whatever, <laughs> um, ready to, Ready to go for the Weasley twins. I mean, don't forget, these are people who have embraced the term of potophile to describe <laughs> them. They've joined the uh, literal potophile ring uh, with vigor and enthusiasm. I mean, yeah. these are some of the foulest creatures. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't cross the road to save them. Just some of the... And we, we really do appreciate yeah, it. And they're tuning in every week. So... Um, Obviously, in the best interest of Wowzer to uh, respond. Uh, sorry, of uh, Hatch to respond. But also, if you want to, in addition uh, to being a potophile, become a due-paying member of the Weasley Reparations Action Group, um, send us money. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure I can find a space for you. Did you say due-paying? Is that money going straight to you, is it, Nathan? <laughs> oh, that's not necessary, Andrew. <laughs> 
Notice you're once, much like Hatch Entertainment, avoiding the question, Nathan. Yeah, exactly. He didn't respond directly to my question. Hey, if you guys want to join as well, I'll, I'll consider sharing this. Well, how much is our sign-up fee? Oh, what do you guys think is a reasonable fee? Drew <laughs> just put his head. Drew just put his head in his hands. He couldn't mm, even. Political. He went. He probably heard Seriously. it on the podcast. He probably heard. Drew's oh. <laughs> <laughs> head just collapsed into his hands. Just, I think there's this the kind of the reality of like, or maybe the magnitude of the stupidity just kind of hit me there. <laughs> just like, oh god. <laughs> anyway, so that's the latest. We'll let you know when I wow. inevitably receive. A response Really um, mental stuff Amazing really work amazing. Nathan Amazing work <clears throat> Hey just give me one sec guys I gotta go get some Nurofen I, My headache is bad I'll be back Alright Andrew's back um, Obviously the start of the pod You, you must have found Thoroughly nauseating <laughs> It didn't uh, help me go, no. go Get up and get a Nurofen uh, quite well, unwell here's, here's the cure for you How about <clears throat> page 140 Of Harry Potter oh. That's exactly what the doctor, doctor ordered. ordered. Oh. oh, wow! We're keeping it stale this week. Yeah, very predictable mm. shit from us. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and it really is just shit. So let's uh, get onto it. Let's. I can't. I can't. I, I simply can't wait. <laughs> I can't contain myself. I mean, I'm. I'm so excited to hear what Harry and the gang are up to this week. All right, page 140, guys. It's another 10 pages down. Pat yourselves on the back. And pat yourselves on the front, Potterfiles. Well done to you. Hmm. <laughs> what a men- <laughs> What a really crazy old thing to just. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. While you're patting hog, we'll move on with page 140. It's yeah, the- don't mind us. <laughs> <laughs> it's the girl. Oh, there's a troll or something. It's the girl's bath. <laughs> <laughs> It's the girls' bathroom, Harry gasped. <gasps> so Harry, very excited about going into the girls' bathroom. <laughs> Hermione, they said together. It was the last thing they... Oh, my God. Did you guys see the... Have we, should we talk about the piss video? Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, yeah. what about so the what's the video? relevance? Like, we can. Yeah, absolutely. sorry. Sorry, they just what, said what bathroom. And oh, yeah. I guess so. I guess. Yeah, All that right. works. Let's do it. We don't have anything else. The piss the video. Wow, wow, we, wow. I'm sure a lot of you absolute scumbags have already seen the piss video and the fact that all you need to say is piss video should be, you know. I'm actually pretty sure almost no one knows what you're talking about, but uh, <laughs> maybe, yeah. This is big in your... I, I can see this like taking up a full page in Rudin's diary, <laughs> yeah. but... Well, you know how they say like on social media, you can get stuck in these kind of echo chambers where you, you know, overestimate the, 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 the prevalence of certain views and things. <laughs> yeah. For, for Reden, it really is piss videos. Reden's stuck in a videos. urinal. <laughs> yeah. So to speak, social media a, urinal. A toilet bowl. <laughs> toilet yeah. bowl, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, look, long story short, there was this band and they were, uh, this is an important little note to make, a bar, a brass cover bands playing at an American music festival, you know, just like a, I think they did brass covers of um, rock songs and they I mean, I, just just for the record, I can't think of anything cooler than that. No. Somebody doing a, a trombone cover of an Ozzy Osbourne song or something. I mean, what? That, that rocks. In my book, that rocks. I think that's radical. Well, funny you should say that. Don't know why, but... <laughs> 
halfway through the set, the lead singer really needed to pee. And so what she, I mean, she could have just quickly ducked off stage, pee, you know, had a little trombone solo, come back on. But instead what she did was- Could have held it, I reckon. She could have held it. option. Could have held it. Hold it. Um, she told the crowd- I got to pee and I can't make it to the bathroom, so we might as well make a show out of it. Get my man over here up on stage because we're <laughs> going to bring him on stage and I'm a piss in this motherfucker's mouth. Interesting logic. <laughs> and to, my brain's ever gone there. To her credit and to his credit, that is, you know, word for word, exactly what went down. The man went mm. up on stage lay between her legs she sort of squatted into uh, a half squat position uh face pointing up towards the <laughs> vaginal region uh yeah, yeah, and yeah. then she just unleashed a torrent of piss uh, upon his face um <laughs> did you say a ponce <laughs> a ponce and you know, by all reports, he was having a good time. He was sort of shaking, yeah, he was loving it, shaking the fair. head in joy. And then um, she was just kind of screaming, "I'm pissing on his face!" And yeah, you know, he, she was. It's just uh, <clears throat> there's some some photos and videos of it. Uh, I think this is. I think that that video, perhaps the reason that it did go as viral as it did, is because to me it feels like a kind of a kind of marker in the sand saying that that's the end of COVID now. We don't care about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Don't worry about the whole, should we hug or not? Should we, you know, do I still need to wash my hands every time I take a step outside my door? Nah, we're pissing in each other's mouths now. <laughs> we're back to that. So don't stress, COVID's done. It's like back and better than before because, it, you know, <laughs> in the past you attended a rock concert that doesn't tend to happen. I mean, it was a very mm. punk rock move in fairness yeah, to her. Yeah, I'd yeah. say more so than being in a brass cover band. Um, True. Well, it's kind of jarring, right? Because I mean, I mean, I don't know. I've been to some some punk shows where you see some pretty wild stuff, but I can't say I've ever seen someone piss into a man's mouth um, live on stage. But, you know, some wild shit. But this was a, like, as I say, it was a fucking brass cover band. There is nothing lamer than that. There isn't. <laughs> and so for to see... Maybe it's like kind of overcompensating. She's like, mm. I know this is so fucking lame. So I'm going to do something that really shocks you. Like, you can't call me lame now. You can call me lots of other things. No, but you couldn't you could. call me lame. And very wizardly of her. I mean, we know is that... It? Well, JK Rowling said the students don't oh, yeah. go to the bathroom. They simply piss and pee yeah. on the floor and then it vanishes. So, you know. And yet we find Hermione locked in a bathroom. So all Great very... Point. All <laughs> very confusing... <laughs> Great point. Um, um, but definitely relevant. And thank you so much for bringing that up, Brian. And no please worries. check out this video. Yeah, that was you awesome. You seen it. Just uh, search piss video find, on Google. Probably pretty, don't do pretty that. Pretty good SEO. I mean, it'll come up. Yeah, it probably would, actually. It'll come up. Yeah. Um, believe you me, it will. It'll come up. Um, <laughs> talking about uh, pissing in bathrooms, Hermione, they said together, she's stuck in the girl's bathroom. <laughs> Maybe she's going to piss on this troll's face. Um, it was the... Uh, they didn't want to go get her. Uh, but what choice did they have? Um, look, at you, look at you trying to seriously read this page now. In light of what was just uttered. This is the weirdest fucking podcast, honestly. And, and, and that goes twice for me and what I've said so far. I mean... Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> 
All right, so Hermione's in the bathroom. She's either crying because of what Ron said, she's pissing, she's pooping, unclear. Harry pulled the door open, they ran inside the bathroom. Bit probo. Hermione was... uh, Well, JK would hate this because of the whole gendered Mm. bathroom issue. (laughs) This is, in many ways, I think her worst fear. Well, this must be some sort of metaphor, right? I mean, she must be making a comment here. what What are the chances of... Such a sort of brazen move The males entering the female bathrooms uh, What are the chances of that just popping up? And exaggerating the sort of dangers, I think So the troll might be pure metaphor For like the, the, just the, the pitfalls The threat of, of transgender people Transgender yeah. people transgender pe- Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly right So we have to assume that is the case Yeah Yeah um, <laughs> Germani, she was It's weird she says she full names her, which is weird because we know who she is. Hermione Granger was against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, we know her well. <laughs> the troll was advancing on her, knocking the sinks off the walls as it went. Confuse it, Harry said. Again, not gendering, rude. Harry said desperately to Ron. <laughs> and seizing a tap, he threw it as hard as he could against the wall. That'll get it. Uh, the troll stopped seizing it. He threw the tap. Yeah, how did Ron. he throw the tap? <laughs> Strong. <laughs> The troll stopped a few feet from Hermione and then it looked around to see what the noise was of the tap. Uh, Its mean little eyes saw Harry, then it lifted its club and then Ron says, Oi, pea brain, from the other side of the chamber Uh, and threw a metal pipe at it. But they didn't notice and they yell at him. So, when when Ron says, Hi, pea brain, was he talking... Specifically to that man at the music festival Whose <laughs> 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 head absorbed an awful lot of piss Yeah Don't know how to answer that question Not um, a real question really. Not a real question, of course It's rhetorical. Of course. It's, for, it's for comedy's sake uh, The trolls didn't <laughs> seem to notice <laughs> Uh, the, the troll starts freaking out He goes towards Harry Then Harry does something That's very brave And very stupid He took a great running jump And fastened his arms Around the troll's neck From behind Interesting Shit Is that what happens in the movie? I don't remember that He sort of runs up behind him And tries to choke him out I guess Fucking <laughs> hell Tap Tap <laughs> Fucking tap <laughs> Uh, the whole The troll's freaking out Doesn't like it Flailing its clubs Harry's clinging oh, on God. for dear life yeah. And any second The troll was going to rip him off Or catch him a terrible blow With the club That's the end of the page What's wrong with us? We've fallen apart <laughs> I feel pretty sick I'm not going to lie So if we could just anyone, If anyone's got anything Let's do it Otherwise let's get to the Orders of Phoenix And call it a day Because I'm fucking ready to go to bed um, we, can't, we can't just go straight from page to Orders of Phoenix Oh fine What do you got? Alright well Potophile Rick A lot of you might remember He has been closely following The news of Triple M for us He's sort of our Triple M correspondent It's Mm -hmm. our partner station Our sister station Um, Oh yeah Oh they love us on Triple M They love us We're huge And we them And we them We endorse everything they do and say Um, But some, some harrowing news guys Obviously our potophiles will be very familiar with uh, first, Mick Malloy, who we've talked about a bit on the pod. We've talked about Cracker Jack. Mm. He is leaving Triple M. Very sad. A real schlub. A real schlub. 
And also today, just the news <coughs> broke that Lawrence Mooney Moonman, the Moonman, is leaving oh. Triple M. Oh, well, he's, I mean, he's one of the most insufferable people I've ever seen. That's a shame. <laughs> Do we know why? Um, I think he's been forced out, probably. Allegedly, I don't know. Well, they should know that there's a home for them here. I mean, oh, I'd love to have the lost. moon man on here, yeah. He could have awesome. a regular Seggy. What I wanted to get at is something caught my eye in his sort of um, you know, article that was talking about what he'd achieved this year. It said he's been uh, not achieved this year. He well, you know, they give a, a little sort of wrap up of his career, a little retrospective of um <laughs> of his career. And did you know this year he's been nominated for an Australian Commercial Radio Award for best documentary? Oh, for I'm sorry, sake. what? For best what documentary, for best radio documentary. Okay. And the topic, uh, you know, I'm just going to put it to you, and you tell me whether or not you think. This is the guy that you want to take on this topic. If you think Moon Man, you know, has the runs on the board, the deft touch, uh, the sort of serious journalistic brain to take on something like this. Well, I mean, I know him. I know him best as the guy who did a really dog shit impression of Malcolm Turnbull that everyone seemed to love. So, I mean, that's that's all I know him from, really. And there's real shit ads where everyone just calls him the Moon Man, and he walks around like he's. <laughs> fucking Brad Pitt. I, I, I simply don't understand the appeal. Moon man. <laughs> Moon man. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget his other famous character, Andrew, uh, Thomas the Tanked Engine, um, the where he would do the Thomas the Tanked Engine. So that Taint. was uh, Thomas Tanked. Thomas the Tanked oh. Engine. I think you said um, the Taint Engine. No, Thomas the Tanked. <laughs> <laughs> where, where he played someone's gooch. <laughs> 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 Pretty... <laughs> I was like, wow, that is actually a pretty interesting, <laughs> conceptually uh, abstract comedy character. <laughs> Thomas the Taint. Okay, I'm sorry. Can we get <clears throat> Thomas the Taint on our podcast? Because Thomas the I, Taint. Think, I think there's if there's a spot for Moon Man, there's absolutely a spot for a new comedy character. <laughs> Thomas the Taint Engine. <laughs> Thomas the Taint I'm sorry. Engine. Is that him? Chugga, chugga, chugga. Is he pulling into the station right now? <laughs> doot, doot. Oh, hello, Thomas. <laughs> Oh, g'day, I'm fucking Thomas the bloody Taint Engine, in it. Well, <laughs> it's great to finally meet you. I mean, what what, what the hell is the go with you? I mean, what what are you all about? What are you doing in oh, town? It's not easy being a bloody Taint, is it? Um, you know, I sit I sit uh, right next to a ball sack and, a, and an asshole. Yep. It's just like being in bloody Parliament. There's <laughs> 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 a bit of uh, Triple M comedy for you, fellas. Yeah, Have you enjoyed that? Was that? Very good. Very good. Okay, Thomas well, the Taint bye, Engine. Bye, Thomas. I hope. I hope he um, pulls into the station every, uh, every couple of weeks <laughs> and see what he's up to. Oh, that was absolutely worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, so keep in, mind, keep in mind, he has a character, Thomas the Tanked Engine, who, and Thomas the Tank Engine, of course, but Thomas the Tanked Engine was, as in the intro of the um, character when they do it, they say, there once was an engine that had a crippling alcohol addiction. And then, uh, oh, well, that's with, funny. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, so that in mind, the name of his documentary is "You Can't!" Exclamation mark. Moon Man takes on domestic violence. Oh, oh, god. Oh. What do you call it? You can't. You can't! Exclamation mark. That, that's his. That's, that his that's his hot take on domestic I don't even violence. Get it. Don't do it. You can't. Domestic violence. 
It's a bit of a no-no, no-no. In, no-no. in Lawrence the Moon Man Mooney's books. <laughs> it's really... What an odd turn of phrase. You can't. It's very strange. <laughs> I don't think that aligns with any of the uh, sort of public service, um, you know, advertising around domestic violence issues, which are obviously very serious. But I've never seen it. I've never seen anyone say you can't in yeah, those ads. So no, never. He's just gone off the reservation here, it sounds like. It's um, very jarring seeing the words Moon Man and domestic violence, like... Um, and a fully grown adult called Moon Man And he's the one He's going to take on domestic violence He's the one that's finally going to put it in its place This 50 year old man called Moon Man Well that's I mean I, yeah Well I didn't know there was so such a such a sensitive side to the Moon Man I kind of just thought he's he was He's got layers a, Yeah well devastating to see we, To lose not only the Moon Man But also old Moon Face in the same week <laughs> And rest in peace to Burton Newton That's a devastating <laughs> blow So uh, <gasps> Nathan, do you remember our encounter with Burt Newton at the Capitol Theatre? I remember he had a minor role in one of the musicals. Wicked. When he was in we Wicked. I think yeah. it was... Um, I, thought, I thought it was it Greece, was but it doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. Well, maybe both. But I can't remember. What was, what's the Burt Newton story? Nathan and I used to work at uh, the Capitol and Lyric Theatre, these um, sort of big theatre bars, th- big theatres in Sydney. Uh, we used to work behind the bar and... There was so much time off because it was a ludicrous job where you worked like one hour of a like four, three hour shift. It was so good. So, you'd spend a lot of time in the green room where all the actors and stuff are. And one time, it was right in the middle of his like son's, you know, when he was in the news and we were- Matthew ab- Newton. Yeah. yeah, Matthew. We were absolutely ripping Speaking into Speaking of him. domestic violence. Yeah. Mm, well, Moon Man would have a few words to say to him. Um, That's right. But we were just ripping him to shreds like this son. And we didn't realize that Bert was like Whoa. literally two tables over. Oh. It's bad. It's, it's bad. bad. But Valet I mean, he Bert. must be used to that. I mean. We couldn't be the first. Anyway, he's, Vale. I mean, he's a bad, bad egg. Bad egg. Matthew. Bad egg. No good. I, we can say that. He's yeah. awful <laughs> on every metric. You're a fucking real, terrible, heinous piece of shit. So, um. <laughs> Well, and that's, that's a beautiful note to maybe wrap up this seggy and move into the Orders of Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, God, very low energy today. Sorry about that. Um, You're doing Orders great, of Phoenix. You're Well, this will, this will pet me out. This will, this will get me excited. It's time for the bloody Orders of Phoenix. Uh, let's rate the page. It, what is it, out of 140? I mean, it was... Um, Squalid. Absolutely just feral episode today. Oh, um, yeah, it was yeah. disgusting. Forgot about that. Well, surely it's got to be 69. Yeah, 69. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking classic. Classic, bro. Um, um, name of the page? I got one. Okay, mm-hmm. use your one then. Harry Potter and the Pissner of Azkaban. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's very good. <laughs> it's actually not that good, but. Pissner <laughs> of Azkaban. Not anything. <laughs> really? no, it's not actually that good. Yeah, that sounded good. good. It's great. I love it. Um, oh, it's word of so the week. Good. Dobby, Dobby, ate some wasabi. Neville, Neville, worships the devil. I don't care about anyone but Snape. Word of the week, dude. Three, two, one. Moosman. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's a thing that we do every single fucking week for 140 yeah, yeah, weeks. They love it. Deserves to be yeah. there. Uh, okay. <laughs> Dumbledore's and don'ts. Well, Dumbledore's, make sure 
You go to the loo before you go on a long drive. You're playing a gig with your brass band. Um, mm. Going for a long walk. Yeah, just piss when you need to is the Dumble do for the week. Mm. Um, <laughs> and Dumble don't. Dumble don't. Oh, no. Nah. I was going to say Dumble don't do domestic violence. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do domestic violence. <laughs> wow, that's almost as powerful as you can't. <laughs> Nathan says, "Dumble, don't do domestic violence." Oh my God, it is on par with fucking Moon Man Fuck in the morning me, saying it, just as fucking inappropriate. You know, at least you had the fucking presence of mind to say, "Yeah, that shouldn't go out." Yeah, I didn't win no fucking award for it. <laughs> <laughs> the radio authority didn't. Which bless is a travesty. Me, but you know what? I might just give myself an even more uh, prestigious award for it. I'm talking, of course, about the podcast medal. Wow. So, for my firm stance on... Uh, <clears throat> I, I don't want to keep going with this bit. It's awful. I yeah, retract not- that. I'm going to give it to you guys. This week's hey, the podcast medal. Hey, thank you. Um, Appreciate for that. Even Why? in light of what Reardon said, still less deplorable than me. So, congratulations to you and Andrew. Mm. I mean, battling through with a fucking headache. What about the moon man? Now the moon man's got his accolades. Um, true, his true. Thoroughly undeserved accolades, but also <laughs> <laughs> um, there's there is a regular spot for him on this podcast. If anyone's got uh, contact details oh, for him, sure, he'd love to come on after listening <laughs> oh, to well. the last fifteen minutes of this podcast. Maybe we can just send him our impression of him doing a comedy character called Thomas the Taint Engine and see if. Make sure we copyright that. See if this that. is his kind of thing. In yeah, case yeah, you yeah, still yeah. forgot it. about that. That was that was something that was said on this podcast too. Uh, oh okay, Potterfile Metal Time. Um, Jesus Christ, there's so many things. <laughs> How could you say that? Just because we've got 10 Orders of Phoenix we do every single week. They're terrible. There's, no, there's none of it's good. Like every single thing at the end is so pointless <laughs> and not funny. I don't think a single person laughs at any of the Orders of Phoenix. It's just a complete dry spell to finish the pod. <laughs> Um, yeah, but there's plenty of those throughout the pod. Is it, I mean, have you heard the page? <laughs> well, <that's true. laughs> yeah, 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 that's 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 very true. Oh, uh, Potterfile medal this week goes to Potterfile who wrote in during the week. Uh, oh wait, I think she didn't want to be named. That's Ching Chong, I think. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, unfortunately, um, the best message we got this week came from Potterfile Ching Chong. So. <laughs> Fuck, is it equally fucking uh, deplorable segment? But she w- takes home the Potterfile medal this week. Uh, we played her game last week, which is very, very funny. So go back and listen to that episode if you did miss it. But she it's worth clarifying as well that she calls herself Potterfile Ching Chong. We don't us. just call no, one no, of our no, guests no, no. Potterfile Ching Chong because she's Asian. So not only was she responsible for last week's game, but she also sent in a very funny message. She, she said... Uh, She's 100% on Wowzer Entertainment's side with the whole fucking uh, debacle. She said the yep. Weasley twins are overrated B-listers riding on the infantile <laughs> fantasies of 30-plus-year-olds who will fight you if you think a bad thought about Harry Potter. And I couldn't agree more, quite frankly. So she takes home the Potterfile medal this week. Congratulations. Congratulations. Well awesome. earned. Um, Very well earned. That'll do me Okay I'm going to bring A better attitude next week I feel like the last Sort of month I've literally just Whinged to start the pod Every single week So next week That's what the Potterfiles love about you Drew Do they? Okay Write in this week Tell me if you want me To be um, Miserable Or Chirpy next week I'd love to see you Do whatever you want 
The potophiles literally just regulate your mood now. They just have control over <laughs> your emotional state. Well, that's a good um, that's a good segment too. It's- Drew's got the blues <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Whatever, we can workshop it. Maybe we can get the Moon Man involved. Who fucking knows? Who fucking cares? Moon Man takes on depression. (laughs) Don't have it. Stop it. Don't have it. Smile can't. (laughs) Oh, that that was the Moon Man's Walkley Award winning um, piece, Smile Cunt. Um, Even shit cunts get the blues by Lawrence the Moon Man Mooney. What a fuckwit. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, All right, well, that's enough of that. Bye. Bye. See you later.